And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys, a.k.a. a new name, Papa Keys. Can't be calling you uh, Daddy Keys because that's a little weird. It's a little weird to call you that, but we're going to we'll, we'll, we'll stick to Papa Keys. Um, Ted, I want to throw my hat in for uh, your kid's name and um, just want to make it uh, Trevor Jr. If it's a possibility, Maybe. Have you have you thought about it? Have you can have you actually considered it? No. Come on, man. Where's the love? I know I'm down here, and I kind of made you upset that I've been down here for two and a half years. But come on, you don't have to use that. You can't hold that against me. Or you can. Kumbaya, <laughs> my. Amen. 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 But yes. Well, that's actually what you could be saying about the New York Football Giants. Amen. Yeah, and look at Ted's wearing it. He's repping the big blue. It's funny because I, I was actually I was just looking on Facebook memories, and five years ago when we were at CSB, we were talking about the New York Giants training camp, and there were also something going on at the same time, very similar. The New York Giants were trying to figure out were they going to lock up and sign Odell Beckham Jr. to a long term deal. Well, five years forward to twenty twenty three. And the New York Giants don't have any issues heading into the 2023 NFL season because the New York Giants got their big man. No, I'm not talking about Saquon. Oh. We will talk about the running back market and Saquon Barkley. And the the ultimate hard and sad truth of the running back market. But Andrew Thomas is locked up and signed. Extended mega deal. Five years, $117.5 million. $67 million guaranteed the most in NFL history. For an offensive lineman, you could also check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. I was just thinking about we're finally here. It's good to be back in the sense of football. I know that a lot of sports fans, I haven't really been watching a lot of sports because there hasn't been a lot going on. It's This is the dead season. This is the dead period of, of sports. I know if you're a baseball fan, you got baseball. But now that we have training camps back, Everything is starting to pick up. We're going to be starting to see college football back. The NFL slowly will be NBA. But everybody's back. And I'm just thinking about it this whole offseason. It's a good time to be a New York football fan. But if you're a Jet fan, because all they've been praising this whole offseason is the New York football Jets. They're going to the Super Bowl. Book the tickets. Book the parade. Because everybody, the so-called experts, the New York Jets are going to the Super Bowl. And they're going to win it. And then when you look at the New York football giants, I haven't, I, maybe I've seen it in the past couple of years. I can't remember. Maybe you can bring it up, but I haven't seen the media and pretty much everybody kind of bash a franchise based off of really two players, Ted, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And mostly because of the bashing of Daniel Jones because of the contract that he got earlier in this offseason. But I, but all the social media networks, all of the network, Fox Sports, ESPN just ripping this team. All oh, the Giants are not going to be good this year. Daniel Jones is not worthy of them. We get it. But I'm not saying he's a top five quarterback. Hell, I'm not saying he's a top 10 quarterback yet. But 
it's the reality. Quarterbacks are getting paid. Guess what? Daniel Jones now is the 12th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Soon Joe Burrow is going to get a mega deal. So he'll be the 13th. Then Trevor Lawrence will be getting another big deal too. So he'll be the 14th. So that's where Daniel Jones is realistically right now in the quarterback rankings. So let's let's stop with the BS of saying, oh, well, he's this. He's not that great. Well, guess what? We get it how great Saquon was last year. But Daniel Jones was also the quarterback and had his best year from a standpoint of turnovers, lack of turnovers, I should say, leading the league with the less, with the least amount of turnovers. And guess what? He's still getting bashed. Brian Dable, who we all praised, uh, this whole franchise has drastically changed, but we want to keep just bashing them. And it's just fascinating, Ted. Well, a lot of it has to do with being in New York. I mean, but look at the Jets. They get Aaron Rodgers, another yeah, greatest thing in the world now. It's Aaron Come on. He's the top five, top 10 quarterback, bro. He's, I mean, think about it. Like, if, listen, we hey, when Brett Favre went there, he was also, a, yeah, but this is it's a different, but I mean, think about it. What if Lamar, went, what, if, what if Lamar went to Miami? What if Lamar left Baltimore? All right. The things that we were talking about in the offseason. What if Lamar left? What if Lamar I agree. Left? I agree, Joe. I agree. I what if Lamar had gone to a certain team? I mean, pick a team that it was possible. Atlanta? No. But I mean, we're at the end of the day. We were talking about Lamar. <laughs> what the hell is the matter with him? My I'm, God. I'm, I'm not stopping. I'm just reading. I'm oh, reading I, this guy. I, I, mean, I, don't even, I tried I to call Ted to discuss Joe, Joe Judge Joe being felon. <laughs> see, this guy has way too much time on his hands. <laughs> yeah, he literally is on his phone right now. Probably he's sending me Instagram posts. He's probably sending me. Twitter, Tony Soprano things, you know. I mean, listen. Soprano stuff. The the Daniel Jones thing is understandable, but I think you have to look at the whole contract where it's really only a two-year deal. It's $47 million. I get it. Derek Carr got like 35 of the Saints, and people are like, Derek Carr is much better than Daniel Jones. I don't know if he's much better, but I think Daniel Jones, ha- Daniel Jones has the capability of being close to a t- – he can be a Dak Prescott level quarterback. He's good enough to be that level. I'd like to have a C.D. Lamb and a Dalton Schultz in the top offensive line, and some of the weapons he's had. Let's I mean, see how I, good that. Let's it, see how good that offensive line is right now, here's, especially here's, with here's, Zach Martin. You know, this is not about the Daniel Jones and who got paid less. I wrote on our post yesterday after Andrew Thomas got signed that this is this is the NFL market, and this is the way you run your team. Your quarterback is your most valuable player. Should be your most valuable player because he controls everything. And we've talked about this. Bad teams can be good with good quarterbacks. Good teams can be really bad with bad quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like, look at the Jets last year. They won they won seven, eight games last year with Mike here's White. The thing. Zach, hold on, with Mike White and Zach Wilson. Aaron yeah. Rodgers putting a top five quarterback, a three, four-time MVP quarterback, on a team that you're like, man, they have young talent. They have a good offensive line. Their defense is top five. Hopefully the coaching staff can up, can uplift them and, and keep it together. This is a Super Bowl caliber team with everything that can go right. I mean, similar to the Rams when they brought in Matthew Stafford. I mean, they got the pieces there. You got a top defensive line like an Aaron Donald and Quentin Williams. You have a shutdown corner in, in Sauce and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I would take Aaron Rodgers over Matthew Stafford. They have a good running game in Brees Hall. God forbid Dalvin Cook signs up today. Maybe the Rams offensive line was a little bit better, especially the left tackle at Andrew Whitworth. You know, McVay, I think, is a much better coach offensive minded. So that's why there's going to be a lot of pressure on – on the Jets coach, but this is about the Giants. This is all about the Giants, right? Yeah. They signed their three most valuable players. Actually, they got everything done they needed to this year, all right? 
they they signed their best defensive player, Dexter Lawrence, na- number one. Right? Who's a top? Who's a top three defensive tackle in tackle. the league right they, now? They signed one of the best left tackles in the game, and Andrew Thomas, top three left tackle in the game right now. They re-signed their quarterback, which was worthy of a contract. Now, yeah, we can argue semantics. We can argue money. that for days, Plus, bro. 40, 35, Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Like you said, Trev, he's now the twelfth highest quarterback. Okay, like Kirk Cousins got like a seventy-five million dollar deal for three years, and it was all guaranteed or eighty-four million. Who cares? Yeah. All right, that's what the market at the time. Is being paid, and it's just going to continue to grow. We've seen it. Jalen Hurt, Lamar was the highest paid quarterback. Then Jalen Hurts is on. Then Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? Like it's going. Then Joe, to Bur- then Joe Burrow is going to be next. Great. Trevor Lawrence is going to be next. Yeah, so if that, Fields, that, if Fields have a, if Fields has a great year this year, takes that next step. Guess what? He's going to get paid big bucks. So then Daniel Jones will be talking about that forty million dollar per year. People will be like, oh yeah, what happened? What happened I mean, to that contract? It's I mean, not. It's, I get it. it. He's a guy that is. He's still working on his game. He hasn't lived up to the expectations of being the sixth pick in the draft, but last year was a step towards the right direction. Brian Dable, you got to look. Everyone's say it's all on it's all on Dable. Okay, well, guess what? What do we always talk about? The greatest quarterback and the greatest coach of all time. It had to work hand in hand with one another. That's what it comes down to. You got to have a great coach that helps the quarterback and his team. Ted lost service, I think. So we got to get him back. He's a little blurry now. We'll get him back to we'll get him back to clarity. Hopefully, I don't know if it's my service. It could be my service. No, what else? It's, Trev, it's probably mine. If it's on board, whatever. What else is no? Is this piece of shit? <laughs> it's always it's F- always something. It's always something. It's Internet. Something. Listen, we can't win. Thing. We do a Facebook post online. We can't get Facebook to work. We try to do a show for the first time in two weeks. I got one bar on service on the stream yard. It's funny. I got seven bars on my internet, on my computer. I got one bar in stream yard. You know what stream yard? You suck. No, it's just, it's just good old social media. This is what I was going to say about Daniel Jones. And then we'll get, hold on. This is what I was going to say about Daniel Jones. Don't argue with me, kid. Well, yeah, I I don't care if you're, if you're going to be Papa Keys now. I don't care. I always still argue. I'm the the boss now. You're not the boss. You're not the boss of me. That's for damn sure. You are definitely not the boss of me, but, Here's what I was going to say. It's kind of the same thing I said a long time ago when the Dallas Cowboys signed Dak Prescott to a contract at the time that was similar to probably the same type of value from what it is now of Daniel Jones. You got paid, man. Guess what? Now the pressure is on to deliver. You're getting paid $40 million a year. You wanted more. You got $40 million. Guess what? Now it's time to take that next step to where Giant fans – and this giant organization thinks. And I'm just so sick and tired of watching these sports networks. Like, can you believe it? When one of the best left tackles in football, think about this. One of the best left tackles in football, Andrew Thomas, 24 years old, by the way, as well. Going go- to be there for the next seven years for the New York Giants. And somehow we have these so-called TV experts that want to relate it to Saquon Barkley. Look, ladies and gentlemen. We get it. Running backs are severely underpaid. We get it how valuable they are to some of these teams. It's just this is the truth. This is the reality of the NFL, and we can't stress it enough. You want to see? Quarterbacks aren't getting paid $25, $30 million a year. It's just not happening anymore. Receivers are going to be getting paid north of 20 to 22 to even sometimes 25. Defensive tackles are getting paid north of 20 to $25 million a year. Guess what? All the people that want to bash all of that and and say all about the running back market, you're the same people that are probably enamored and in love 
of with the new NFL because it's all passing. Like, what do we care about now in the NFL? Fantasy, big highlight plays, big catches. We don't care about the running backs. They're just why we because what do they always say, Ted? Listen to this. What do they always say when they watch a game? And like a team, you're watching the Tennessee Titans versus let's go with the Giants. It's a boring game. Oh, they're just running the ball. Those are the same fans that complain about that that are probably bitching that, like, all these running backs don't get paid because they want to see games like the Buffalo Bills and the Minnesota Vikings where it's a it's a Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills where it's 35 to 30, and it's just the quarterbacks are delivering. The receivers are having huge games. But the moment it's a game where it's run the football, control the clock. Yeah, but but here's the that's thing. What, that, that, but that's the same people that complain about it and bitch about yeah. it. Am I wrong? In our fantasy leagues. You don't win. Remember the old days where you used to have to, you wanted to get two running backs? You don't need running backs no more in fantasy football. People love getting it's receivers. Been proven. Go get receivers. Those are the ones that get the PPRs. Go get two or three stud receivers and maybe get one running back. Listen, here's the other problem with this, and everyone knows this. Everyone knows this fact, too. All the teams in the last 10 years that have won a Super Bowl haven't had a top five running back. I think it's even more. The last, team, like that have, the years. last, the last team to have a, a running back that was in the top five was Marshawn Lynch for the Seattle Seahawks. So, like, when the Chiefs keep winning Super Bowls with seventh-round picks and, like, Jared McKinnon, like, who's been cut by three different teams, and Isaiah Pacheco, or, like, the yeah. Patriots are winning with, like, Jamal White or this guy, James White, and or, like, Rex like Burkhead, Garrett Blunt, or, Garrett or, or Blunt. Danny White or, you yeah. know, Woodhead or, you know, or you got this guy. You're, like, getting, your name, you're getting your names mixed up, Danny listen, White, it James, it James it Williams. Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't really effing matter, bro, because everyone gets the point of it. You're not seeing – Zeke Elliott, the Saquons, the Derrick Henrys, the Nick Chubbs. You know, I mean, the 49ers maybe could have done that last year or the last couple of years with Christian McCaffrey, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you mess people. People are watching right now. so people I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. I watch people on national television all the time screw it up. Just like Colin Collard said, yeah, you can trade draft picks. No, you can't. No, you in can't. Baseball. Baseball. You can't trade draft picks. It's every other sport you can, not in baseball. They don't know what they're talking about. Stop. Yeah, because they're West Coast guys. With, with that being said, the West listen. is not the West is this, not the best. Ted, this is a, this is all about the Giants. This is what our show was going to be about today, right? This mm-hmm. the Saquon thing with everyone saying he deserves to be paid. Yeah, no shit, he deserves to be paid. Yeah. I think the Giants know he's supposed to be paid, but that's not what the market tells you to be. Like, hey, this house should be two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Guess what? The market says it's worth three fifty. You either pay three fifty or probably four hundred because someone's going to overpay for it. Or you don't get the house. That's the way it's going right now. I get it. Austin Eckler wanted to get paid a new contract. Didn't get paid. They didn't cut him. We know his importance to the L.A. Chargers. He had like 112 catches last year. He was like fifth in the league in catches. Had over like 2,000 yards. Dalvin Cook can't get a job. And he was – Leonard Fournette, Zeke Elliott, Kareem Hunt, all these guys. I mean, Leonard Fournette. I mean, Alvin Kamara's probably going to be cut after a season because his salary cap next year jumps to $23 million. You know, what happens with Derrick Henry next year? Nick Chubb's contract's up next year. Saquon Barkley. You're going to have five or six stud running backs next year where teams are going to have to make some ultimate decisions. Do they do one-year deals, two-year deals, buyouts? I don't know the answer to this. The question – here's the problem. We know their value. I think teams know their value. But I also think teams go, listen – We've seen teams be successful in this league with late round draft picks. Like yeah. they've been sufficient enough because the quarterbacks drive the league as you were, you know, doing your thing before receivers are driving the league. There's been, I don't think the league's ever, the league's never been better ever with receivers coming in this league from, 
from college to the pros and then guys that are just, you know, young. I mean, look at Justin Jefferson. He's been in the league like a half a second. And I'm not making fun of it, but, he, you know, he's been in the league for, what, three years now? He's already the best coming receiver up, in the league. Coming up Jamar Chase, three, yeah. I mean, two, three years. We're talking about Garrett Wilson could be the next Devontae Adams. He's barely played a season. I mean, he had, what, 1,100 yards last year with Zach Wilson and Mike White. So what's he going to do with Aaron Rodgers? And the quarterbacks are getting better. And, you know, it's funny when we talk about this, we don't have any of those guys on the Giants. And that's why the Barkley discussion is so pivotal because we don't have a Jamar Chase. We don't have a Justin Jefferson. We don't have even a Tyler Lockett. We don't have a number, really, a number two. We don't – Darren Waller is our best receiving guy right now. We don't know about Jalen White. He's a rookie. hasn't even stepped on the field yet. So, like, Sterling Shepard, I mean, Hodgins, these are guys are threes. You know, we're playing with bench players that are that are sufficient enough, but they're not studs. We don't have studs receivers. So that's why when we have the discussion in the Giants, and it looks bad from the outside when they're talking about Saquon, Gog, Saquon should get no shit. He should get the money. If Saquon wasn't on the Giants, who would you who would you be scared of on the New York Giants? No one. There's not a person on the New York Giants that scares you. You know, and we know that if Saquon wasn't on this team, Pat, he never had the makings of a varsity athlete. I think the Giants should sign Matthew. Who? Bella Velaco. He's from. Uh, he's from Soprano. Ted, you got to watch the Soprano. You got to get on the Sopranos. Bro. Watched, you you would understand. You would understand. And don't say that out loud. Don't say that out loud because people will lose their minds. They will lose their minds if you say that. Out loud. I, I just, so just I told keep, you, that, keep that to yourself. I just told you yesterday when we were discussing the Giants. You know, with this this situation is. Joe Shane is going to do what he effing wants to do. And it doesn't matter what you think is right or going to do. He signed the three guys who are the most valuable players to the Giants right now. Their best defensive player, the most important offensive player, and then the quarterback. Now, the, the Daniel Jones thing, like we said, it's really only a two-year deal. Now, it seems like a lot of money still for two years. He's going to have two years to prove it. And, then we'll, and we've talked about this, too. We really haven't talked about the show where like Colin Collins was like, oh, they should have paid Saquon and franchise Daniel Jones. Well, then Giants would have had like – what was I think I even wrote it out like 11 million less in the cap to to yeah, do it's about your cap if they sign because the cap was going to be like 32 and a half 33 million it would have been a bigger hit if than the he cap. Signed, yes but yes. by signing him to the deal it was only like a 22 million dollar cap hit to the Giants so the Giants had 11 million dollars to sign like an Ashawn Robinson to help out on the defensive line to give Andrew Thomas the new deal to sign Dexter Lawrence to do the deals they wanted to do. Listen, Joe Shane's a fair guy. You offered Julian Love a seven million dollars a year. Julian Love wanted to go in the open market. Thought he'd get more. He got six million for the Seattle Seahawks. So I think the Giants are offering the guys feel dear, fear deals. But as we've discussed before too, is Saquon should have took the twenty-three million or the thirteen million, whatever, whatever they were offering him during the season, or the twenty-three million that supposedly the Giants offered him before the. You know the franchise that they offered him twenty three million. He could have took the twenty three million guaranteed, and whatever he could else. He could, but guess what? He could still. So make now that. he's only getting ten. Well, he's getting eleven million guaranteed. So he missed out on another. What would incentives? And then next year, if they decided, even because they took franchise off the franchise million. tag, they could franchise a million. And guess what? He could still get what he wanted. And but he kind of screwed the, the mar- and he kind of screwed the running back market. But going that, forward. but that's the thing. Let's think about the days. Let's well, let's turn the clocks back couple years back when guys like remember when zeke got the massive deal remember when yeah, todd Gurley got the, the todd, i get it. todd he hold on todd Gurley, hold on i know what you're gonna go with i was just gonna say it to the point he was the bus driver to that offense at that time because dak was a rookie and it was built on an offensive line running the football and play action so that's why zeke was deserving at that contract at that time was it overpaid yeah yeah well, no just, shit uh, just more, but he just was the driving force in general, for that team. like 
Todd Gurley is another great example of this. Melvin Gordon, who could have got, will never, never got the money that he ever got, and higher than what the Chargers offered him at the time. All I'm just trying to say is, and Todd Gurley, when he got his contract, think about how valuable he was to that team, and then look how it transpired and and worked out moving forward. Zeke Elliott, look how valuable he was. He was Zeke, and Saquon, and Daniel Jones was Dak, very similar. But at the time, when Dak Prescott got paid the big bucks, we're like, oh, yeah, he, he deserves to get paid because he's quarterback. The moment Daniel Jones gets paid, it's all pointing the finger. Oh, well, he's this and that. He's not great enough. Look, it's just the hard reality, ladies and gentlemen. We have to accept it. No running back, no team is going to be paying running backs 15 to $16 million anymore. It's just unless, not happening. And if you Dave think Gettleman that, was you're fu- you are – yeah, if Dave Gettleman, Dave Gettleman would have gave him $20 million per year. But, but hey – the- Good job because he, those four guys that we're discussing in this conversation today is Dave Gettleman's guys. I get all it. Dave Gettleman's guys. But could but look at Dallas then when they lost. Think about the player they lost. They lost a player like Amari Cooper. Well, they had to trade because they couldn't give him the money that he was asking for because of that cap hit that Zeke Elliott was producing for that team. So that's the thing. Yeah, you could give him. We get it. Saquon Barkley is extremely valuable to the New York Giants' success. I get it. But it's just going to be that. The positional value of the NFL now, it ranks running backs used to be up here back in the day. Now it's all the way at the bottom with with the with special teams. It's just I, how it is. I, I mean, it's, I still think that – I mean, in my mind, the running backs should be more valuable than tight ends because I get it. Good tight ends are – Here's the, tight ends here's are very my, valuable here, now, bro. But here's my thing, realistically. Other than the top three tight ends, really, what what the hell makes me – Kyle Pitts really makes that much of a difference? Really? Dallas Goddard makes really that much of a difference in that Eagles offense? Well, in terms, offense you know what I mean? mean? Other than Mark Andrews and Kelsey and Kittle, really tell me who's a tight end that really changed. Hawkinson at the Detroit Lions traded to the Minnesota last year. Really? What the, come on, I mean, let's be honest, bro. He ain't that valuable. Other than the top three guys – the Giants could get away with Cody. Uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm, my mind's. Hey, do you want me? Do you want me to start teaching? Do you want me to start teaching your when he? Gets, Let me just uh, put it this way: when he's born, can I start? Te- can I, I start teaching house. your kid how to speak? Because I Listen, don't think you should teach him how to speak. I live in a house because you don't no properly. Sense. You probably. Will you don't shut know the hell up. No, because this is how I have to deal with you my for years. I have is, to deal with you for years. Like my this. brain is melting, bro. No, seventy-eight degrees in my house right now. Well, I have guess no what? Who air. doesn't have central air? Well, give me ten thousand dollars, and you work at, you work overtime up the ass. Well, I think we're going to be schooling, and then you give me my ten grand back, and then I'll put central air in. Wow, gotta be Jerk. always got always got. That's how Ted Jerk. is. Good old. That's how Ted. I know that's Ted. Ted's got to drop to the level. That's why. Don't Jerk, worry. You're, probably, t- you're sitting in a nice house. You got nice blinds and curtains. Nice white room. Re- recess lighting. Probably sitting in a nice AC. Probably about 68 degrees. There's not a sweat coming down your face. And I got a waterfall of Niagara Falls rolling down my back right now because it's nice and hot. We should have went to mom and dad's house. Uh, we're doing a show. This is important. You could have done it at mom and dad's Trevor, house. I'm a warrior. I deal with the pain. Uh, from what the warrior just said, you've been bitching and complaining a lot because of the sun. Get, well, this I, is said my brain, right? I said my brain is hot right now and it's melting but away. But you're complaining a lot right now. Oh my god! Oh, I'm hot. I don't have this. I don't have that. But I'm a warrior. Will you shut? Will you shut the hell? <laughs> shut the. <up. laughs> 
it's just to know that football is back. Like, I know it's such a cliche uh, saying, but like literally when I just see everybody bashing the New York Giants for this, the like just I remember, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the schedule was last year, this was still a playoff team. They were in the final four of the NFC playoffs. They made it there. And I know all oh, well, their schedule was weak. You know who else was schedule was weak? Philadelphia Eagles. Now I get it. Philadelphia Eagles are a whole nother level, but they had an easy schedule. The Dallas Cowboys had an easy schedule. We're going to see how these teams are made up. And knowing that the Giants have Andrew Thomas, signed. Dexter Lawrence, signed. Daniel Jones, signed. Saquon Barkley, signed. Realistically, ladies and gentlemen, those are the four most important New York Giants in that entire franchise. And Joe Shane cleaned up and took care of it this year. Did it all this year. Yes. Yes. Does he not know what he's doing? Does he not know what he's doing? like when people say, oh, Daniel Jones is this and that, when the, the so-called experts on ESPN and, and Fox, oh, Jason McIntyre, the great Jason McIntyre. Stop, stop bringing does, up a fool. Does, 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 no, yeah, I know. He is a fool. He's a clown. But that's what happens. You got to be a clown to make it be on He's TV, I guess, nowadays. Here, yeah. That's why they haven't won nothing since 1969. If you think they're going to win something, just go watch Brett Favre when he came or when he came to the Jets. You all felt the same way. Guess what? He lost to the Miami Dolphins to not even make the playoffs that year. The last time or well, the only time during the Brady tenure that a team not named the New England Patriots won. Was that Miami Dolphins? What was I going to say? I lost my, I lost my train of thought, Ted. Talking about the Giants and Joe Shane and doing what he was supposed to do. That's what I was. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it up. Well, you do have a memory. You do have a good memory. Thank you. I have a memory. I just don't have a brain that thinks on the spot. Oh, looks good on you though. (laughs) What I was going to say is, do you not think Brian Dable like there's a reason why Daniel Jones was signed. Did they really feel like Brian Dable and Joe Shane don't know what they see in Daniel Jones? Like, come on. Do, uh, these are the guys that are running this franchise. Do they not know what the hell they're doing? Because according to those experts, they think they don't know what they're doing. Well, here's, here's my only argument to that. And this is what I said to you a bunch of times. I think the giants, people look at the giants going, why'd they pay him so much? Like realistically, who are they competing against? They were bidding against themselves. No one was going to – there was no one on the market, I don't believe. Now, listen, no one knows this for sure. Yes, somebody would have paid him. Not that but, money maybe, but somebody listen, was paying Listen, Derek Carr didn't get $40 million, okay? And I think somebody, was gonna, somebody was going to pay for him. I don't think no one was going to give him – no one was going to give him $40 million a year. Probably maybe not. No. Something no close to was. it. No one was. Probably what Derek Carr got, 37 and a half. So – so, but realistically, what are you saving? Two extra bucks? I mean, really, that's I mean, that's really what we're talking about. And it's like you said, it's only a two-year deal. And we, when if I was going to the season, yeah, you know who's got the most approved for this team? It's Daniel Jones. He's got it's like anything else, like a Dak Prescott. He's got Jalen Hurts. They got to live up to the contract. They yeah. gotta they gotta exceed expectations because I think in a lot of Giants' minds, it's like, okay, you got paid, bro. Do you deserve that much? No, but guess what? It's fine. You got paid. No big thing. We brought back our team. It's not like we lost all these assets. We brought in Bobby Orkra, the, the linebacker from the Colts. We brought okay, in Nishan right, yeah. Robinson. Yeah. We drafted Deontay Banks. We got. We brought in Paris Campbell, Jalen White. We brought in Darren Waller Jaylen for an extra White. What is this, North Haven football? Jalen Hyatt. You said Jalen White. What is this, North Haven football? Oh, my God. Bro, take, take, take his aunt. Take something. Do something, for God's sakes. I know what I need. Um, <laughs> I know what with, you need. With, 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 that be, with that being said, though, the, everything that Joe Shane did this year was positivity. And you know what I mean? He There was no big losses this year. 
He kept the offensive line together. He drafted a center who's supposed to be really good for Minnesota. We re-signed the best, one of the best left tackles in football in Andrew Thomas. We signed one of the best defensive tackles in football in Dexter Warren. Eventually, okay. in two or three years, it's going to be Kayvon Thibodeau who's going to get paid. All right. If Xavier McKinney has a huge year, the Giants will probably re-sign him too as one of the better safeties. Right. We brought in a linebacker who's athletic, who can run sideline and sideline, who can make plays from the Colts. Right. You brought back Barkley. It's not the deal that we all wanted, but he's back. Who gives it? Who gives a who? Right. You know, you drafted receivers. You brought in speed. You know, you brought back Sterling Shepard. You got the guys back from last year. The, the the unity of this team is back. That's what's important. Everything is back. And for the first time in a while, I think a lot of Giant fans can go into another year with Brian Dable. And now the expectations are not just, hey, listen, let's be good. It's now let's we're in the playoffs. Let's get better. Let's try to get Thank to the divisional round. Let's get to the conference. You know, like other than the – realistically – and maybe we're a little high hope on the Giants is other than the Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles, really, who are you really scared about in the, in the NFC? No one. The Giants because can all, compete because with any all, of those because other they're teams. Because they're in that tier of, like, what the, look, the Lions have great potential this year. Lions, but they are, Rams. But they, still, but they still are the Detroit Lions, and we have to wait, we have to wait and see. The Minnesota Vikings just won the NFC North. Was a what one twelve? I think it was thirteen games. I forgot. Yeah, thirteen games. They're in that mix. The Seattle, Seattle, and those are the four teams. I wouldn't put anybody else in that. That whole NFC South. I think I that's fine. You know what's funny though? Too year. all of a sudden but we it, trust Geno really, Smith. It's we really trust Geno Smith for one year, right? Yeah, I mean, like it's fascinating that people are like, "Oh, Geno Smith is this." You after forget he's been in the league year. for twelve years with like five different teams, and it was like the Lavitz. Remember been when in he was with the Jets? Years. It wasn't in twelve years. It's only been like eight years. Bro, he's it's only been 30, like, like four years old. Look, how long, how many years has he been? I'll do it right now. Yeah, go look it up. Well, while, while, yeah, how let's long see. has Geno Smith been in the NFL for? It's not 12 years. Been in the league since 2013, so 10 years. Yeah, it's only 10 so, years. All right, I wasn't off by much. But it's 10 years already. Right. 10, yeah. 10 years. I get, it. I get it. He played for the Jets, the Giants, the Chargers, and the Seahawks. And after one, one year, after one year, he got a now, he got a big deal. The only thing that I would say though is when you look at the numbers, and I can understand someone coming back right back at us and saying, "What did Daniel Jones do last year? He had 15 touchdowns." Just you know, what I mean? it's like I like, to have, 30, I like to have Tyler Lock. I like to have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf as my receivers instead of no no what? offense instead of uh, instead of what he had Isaiah Hodgins who was a, who was a waiver guy who became their number one receiver i mean this is what i just said whatever happened last year happened whatever happened there happened it's over with the giants made the playoffs now we have to see you got all these weapons Darren Waller Saquon's back you got your left tackle Paris Campbell Jalen Hyatt i'm trying to think who else you still got the whole offensive line intact. You have all these weapons. Sterling Shepard hopefully, uh, hopefully stays healthy. Wondell Robinson hopefully could stay healthy. You have these weapons. I know there's no there's no true alpha receiver on this team. I get it. But there is potential with speed and playmaking with these players. And with the way Kafka and da- Dable's offense, think of where they came from, the Bills and the Chiefs, two of the most high-octane explosive offenses in the entire league with the way they think they will put these guys in the right position. You just got to see now. There's no excuse anymore. I get it. There's no Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on this team or, or, or Cooper Cup or types of guys like that or an A.J. Brown. But 
This team has potential now with receivers. Isaiah Hodgins is another year. He's going to emerge as maybe a big-time player for the New York Giants. This is the year. Daniel Jones has no more excuses. Like I said, when Dak Prescott got his big contract, guess what? You got paid big bucks. You got paid top 15 quarterback in the money, top 10 at the time in the league. Now you have to perform to that level. There is no excuse anymore. You have your running back back. You have your left tackle good, and you got your offensive line all back and maybe a better center in John Michael, uh, John Michael Schmitz. John Jacob, Jingle Highness Smith. <laughs> It's crazy, but you got the whole line intact. You have another year under this system, and guess what? I think that's the big deal. That that's the biggest thing that we're not discussing. Ted quickly is that he's under an offensive system for the second time for another year. Where in the past he's had offensive coordinators, four different offensive coordinators in five years, bro. Now he has something sustainable. So if he puts it all together. With his playmaking skills, and I'm talking about Daniel Jones, the New York Giants could be something different this year. I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm not saying maybe conference style, but this is a team that did go to the playoffs. They have a tough schedule, but they have all their players intact. There's no holdouts. There's no drama. There's no issues heading into training camp. It's just getting ready to prepare for the new season and getting better each and every day. And I know it's yeah, one of the most cliche sayings in the world because a lot of people usually like to say it in sports, but it's us versus the world. And that's how I feel with the New York Giants right now, with the way everybody's been bashing this team and thinking that these Giants are going to be a bad team. Like, all of a sudden, they got everybody new. They just improved. They've improved no matter what people want to say. They have improved this team from what it from a playoff team that was last year. They've improved. So how do they take a step back? Is all I'm trying to say. Oh, because yeah. they got they paid their quarterback forty million. Now their drafts are going to take a step back. With Brian Dable, Moink Martindale, Kafka, this whole entire team, this culture, this identity, the New York Giants. Finally, in the past ten to fifteen years, you feel like guess what? We're finally out of that dark cloud. And I don't want to be quick to judge, quick to rush anything, but with Joe Shane, I just watched the press conferences of last yesterday with Joe Shane and Brian Dable. It just feels like a breath of fresh air, Ted. That's honestly how I feel when listening to these two guys. It's just a breath of fresh air. They know what they're talking about. They've come from Joe Shane's been doing this for a long ass time. Brian Dable's been doing this for a long ass time. You got guys that you, Joe Shane is running this ship. Yeah. Oh, oh. And there's no involvement with the Maras. The Maras are letting Joe Shane do everything. Guess Listen, what? This is now it's time it's, to just put it all together. Yeah. And like we started the conversation, I was just reading something as you were talking, just so it allows me to not say anything and interrupt the conversation. Is you're 100% right when we were talking about other things. Is the NFL writers and people are full force about doubting the Giants. I'm just reading this little quick thing that was put on uh, G-Man HQ. What's the deal? NFL writer must be trolling New York Giants fan with observed season prediction. USA's Today, Nate Davis has no belief in the Giants returning to the playoffs. He has the Giants at 6-11, finishing dead last in the NFC East. With it's the fascinating. Then Cowboys 9-8 and, and Eagles 12-5. It's, it's, it's fascinating. And it says, New York Giants doubters are out in full force this summer, despite a feel-good 2022 and a decidedly average team that did enough to qualify for a berth and win in a playoff game. And after it got embarrassed by the Eagles, it's hard to get enthused with Big Blue. This is what he wrote. With such a daunting schedule ahead, including five of their first six games with 22, 2022 playoff teams, 
that, and you know, and then it's about the Saquon thing, blah, blah, blah. It's, and then, you know, it's just more like, oh, can Darren Waller stay healthy? Saquon, can he stay healthy? Blah, blah, blah. You know, well, blah, can, blah, everybody, blah. can everybody else in the league stay healthy too? I mean, we all talk about the – it's always all the same guys. Oh, can he stay healthy? What about everybody else? Chris Jones' situation, he wants big bucks. He, he wants to get paid Aaron Donald well, he money. Wants, he, he's, he's whatever, wants to, he wants something closer to what Aaron Donald got paid. Yeah, that's what I just said. He wants separation away from – And I guess, there's, I guess they're, far from, they're far from a deal. So that's a big deal. He's the third best player on that team. Are you saying yeah. he's better than Mahomes and Kelsey? Oh, I agree. Scott, I agree. He's a top two defensive Could tackle he, in this is league. He worth more than Kelsey because of that. Oh, I mean, that defense, but that offense is also because Listen, you got Mahomes and there's no true. At alpha the end of the day, Chris receiver. Jones will show up because these guys are not sitting out a whole season. They're not going to give up like the Zeke one thing. They're not giving up five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars per game, because every dollar they lose, they don't get back. You don't get that back, so you can get a hundred million dollar deal afterwards. You still lost the money you didn't get. They're going. So, yeah, they're going. Yeah. So listen, I agree. at the end of the day, what's most important, Jeff, about the Chiefs is, is he ready for game one? Is he healthy enough? Is he physically in shape for week one? That's really what matters, you know. Because as a Chiefs fan, you're like, okay, listen. He's important, and we'd like him there to be at training camp. But you you don't want to have to worry about you know injuries. Just like you know, there was a report on Twitter that supposedly Jalen Ramsey got carted off the field trying to card Tyree Kill, which you know I might be on. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck to anybody that can do that. So it ain't easy. You know, with that, you know, with that being said, you know that's another guy. You know, like you're always worried. This is the biggest fear of every NFL fan. It's not during the season. Whatever happens, happens. It's during the training camp. It's the off-season stuff. Because you just want to get there. You just want to get to the season full health. And well, you already saw Chauncey Gardner-Johnson go down, but he seems to be okay. Now we'll just see what Jalen Ramsey, the big well, I, acquisition of the Golden, Dolphins that Nick they made Golden's this. sitting out so far for the 49ers. I know, but with Jalen Ramsey, that's a big deal for a team that is trying in that wild, wild AFC East and, and, and one of the yeah. best divisions in football. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's on the Dolphins now, Ted. Get with the program. He's not with the he's not with the Rams. I, I know. I was my mind was on the Boza thing when you were and yeah, Joe and, and Nick Bosa wants big money. It's just a yes, I did watch the quarterback. I thought it was fantastic. Loved every minute of it. I, I can't wait to see who's going to be on season two. I just love content like that. Watching more sports content brings joy to me. You just take your shoes off. Why the hell did you take your shoes off? Oh, you dress like a chicken. Oh, you dress like a chicken. But it I'm is up here, big horse's ass. <laughs> it is July 27th. Training camp is back. Football is fully back. We are, week. Week, we are a week away from the Hall of Fame game. Browns and content. Danny Dimes content would be. I would love to see. I'd love to see. No joke. I thought it was real when it actually happened. It's not. But I would like to see all the quarterbacks in the East Coast. I'd like to see. Jalen Hurts already said no. But I'd like to see Daniel Jones, Josh Allen, and and Aaron Rodgers, because if you think about it, hell, if you could add a Tua, that would have been great. Because if you think about it, Ted, those four quarterbacks might be the four quarterbacks that face like the most pressure in the entire league. With maybe other Aaron Rodgers up there, Josh Allen, yes, Tua, yes, and and Daniel Jones, yes. You don't think those four quarterbacks? You don't think those four quarterbacks? I'd put someone else in there. Who would you put in? Dak. Yeah, Dak is in there. Dak okay. and Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson's legacy is on the line. He went from a Hall of Famer to like, we're like, is this guy even that good? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down with the Russell Wilson Hall of Fame stuff. Dude, Russell if Eli, Wilson. If Eli Manning has to be debated, relax. Relax. Only reason why he has a Super Bowl is because the LOB. Come on. Let's relax. Come on. We know you love Russell Wilson, Ted. We Russ lo- likes you to love- cook, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Russ is cooking garbage last year. He was, he was he was cooking like you when you first started cooking. Yeah, now I, now I'm like Bob Bobby. Lockett. Now I'm like, what'd you say, Pop Lockett? What? Hot pockets. Yo, Pop what's the matter with yo? You you hate hot pockets? No. What was your favorite hot pocket? You and the pizza rolls. Nothing better in the world. Yeah, you can make your own pizza bowl pizza bites. Pizza then- bowls. I like those pizza, pizza bowls. Pizza, pizza bowls good. would be fun. Pizza bowls would be fun. Mr. We should come up with a food. We should Mr. come up with Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Who's Mr. Discount double check? Who's Mr. Unlimited? Jeff, speak our language. We're old. We don't understand these terms. Yo, we should do a pizza a pizza bowl. Make a, a, a food truck and make pizza bowls. Yeah. Might go to a fair tonight. Where are you gonna go? Oh, oh Mr. Mr. Unlimited, Mr. Russell. Wilson. Oh, that's gotta be the subway commercial. Oh. Let's Let's ride. Ride. <laughs> well, I think another quarterback that also faces pressure is in that same division. Justin Herbert now. Got paid. Got Trying paid. paid. <laughs> what? What do you call what is wrong with you? Bro, what it's you? true though. You got paid uh, He's got it, but he's a but that's a that's a smart man, too. But He's got a lot of pressure too. Look up Russell Wilson, Mister. You will laugh. He's so cor- he is so cringeworthy sometimes too. He's, Russell, Wilson. I, I want to say something that's he's so white. <laughs> he's like me and my dance moves. No, Ted. No, nothing will ever. And I mean, yeah, people told you ever. Do you remember Cindy's wedding? You did the worm in the middle of the wedding. Oh, Cindy. At- Cindy's Shroud, the West Haven. Cindy. I was doing the you worm. Did, you did the worm at the IA club on the thing. On the dance yeah, that club. was also like eight years ago, Ted. Might have been 10. I would have given him 10. I would have got him 10. <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait. Sounds about white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It feels good because we finally have made it out of the dark hours of having – of having yeah, I mean, sports. we got a lot to talk about. You got the MLB trade line deadlines in less than like five days. Football is right, is right here. You know, college football will be picking up in about three, four weeks. There's, you know, the NBA type. Did you of just sport. have? A, I thought you were about to have a Mitch McConnell and just freeze on the mic. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? Mitch McConnell oh. literally. Fro- you have to see it. Is it's in. Oh, it just happened like yesterday. It's embarrassing, actually. It's literally embarrassing. Get these was people. Was he talking and he just paused? No, he literally was talking. He just goes like. They had to escort him out. He stopped talking. No way. You it's have McConnell? to look. It's, the yeah. Go guy? Go, the old guy. The old guy. Old, old Mitch guy. McConnell. You just got to look it up. It's literally like, yo, he literally. Oh, Friesen's conference. Unable to finish statement. <laughs> he was He was literally saying something. And then he just froze. Was the man wrong? No, because it, this, he, well, that's part of the problem with this country is you have old geezers, old running old it. people running this country. Get them out. We need a eighty-one time. years old, bro. Stop. I told you. Oh yeah, 
No, Absolutely honestly, let me let me ask you this, Ted. Focus on the screen for a second. I gotta I gotta watch this video. You have to. You'll be like, what? Well, let me ask you this. Speaking of this quickly, what is your favorite favorite football theme song? Opening theme song? Is it CBS? Is it Monday night? Sunday night? Is it Red Zone? Oh, no, it's is just, it Fox? It's, no, it's 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 Boomer and uh, and TJ with the uh, the prime time. I'm not gonna lie. I do. I do but like. I do, Aaron. But I, I do the like tick, Aaron. The last ten seconds ticked of NFL Red Zone. I did. I do like. I do like hearing though. Four thirty Sunday afternoon, and you hear da 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 da, and it's just Fox. That's nothing better. Or you get money. You get the Sunday Night Football theme song too. That's got to be up there. That's got to be up. No, you're not. Are you Ted? Look at this. Look at this statement by Spot, Ted. Yeah, I think he. Fro- I think he froze. I'm back. I'm a huge Chris Collins. I'm here. Oh, Chris Collinsworth. Ugh. We yeah. know we could do our rankings of top commentators. I don't mind no, Chris of, Now here's a guy. Here's a guy. Yeah, that's that's his signature. Here's a guy. He loves Patrick Mahomes. I. That's why you like him, Spot, because he loves. He loves Patrick Mahomes. Speaking of a list, we will be posting our top 10 quarterbacks heading into the 2023 NFL season. Do we have anything different? Could be a little. We'll see what our top 10. Let's just say it looks very similar. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time yeah. will tell. Ted is as blurry as the New York Yankees' future right now. Doesn't look very clear. Am I really that bad? What the? One <laughs> goal is good. Well, the good thing is we're almost done, so it doesn't matter. Hang on. You don't have to, you don't have to worry. It's always good. Can Jalen Hurts repeat last year's performance? I think that's another guy that faces a hell of a lot of pressure too this year. He's got a mega deal, mega deal that he got in the offseason. They came off of a, almost winning the Super Bowl, MVP-like year. Pressure's on for him to continue that play. Definitely is up there. I think we're going to – Ted, I think we're going to have to have a debate or talk about it. You're going to have to give me one AFC and one NFC quarterback soon of who faces pressure. Can't pick two, Ted. You got to pick one. Can Why you do that? Because Why I think it gives. I think it. I think it adds for more because it's so tough. Because there's so many quarterbacks. There's a decent amount of quarterbacks in both conferences that face pressure. Why do you always got to make it difficult? You're like the girlfriend I never wanted. Pop the keys. I'm listening. I hear you. No, we're good. We're good to go. Ted's trying to figure out his uh I can't get this thing on. I know. Any expectations for Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson? They're rookies. I expect them to have, you know, the rookie mistakes. They're going to learn. Bryce Young's gonna start. Anthony Richardson's still in a battle. Don't know if he's gonna be the starter day one. And then CJ Stroud will probably be starting opening day. It's oh God, Patrick, go to bed. I know. How bad I is see. that, Lori? Bad. But what I was going to say is the rookies, they're going to have their mistakes. It, it, it just happens. It's the way it is. Let's not jump the gun and say, oh, they're bust already. It's just the way it's going to be. All the great ones have their moments. A.M. Manning's rookie season had 25 interceptions. Yeah, I mean, I think Bryce Young has the best chance to succeed well because if you look at their team, he might be in the best situation to succeed with weapons, offensive line, defensive players, coaching staff. 
Yeah. You know, Anthony Richardson might is probably going to make a lot of highlight real plays and probably going to have some barely bonehead plays. But you can it's see expected. the talent there. Stroud, I think he's going to uh, he's going to have consistency. You know, I think he's going to have John Mechie's back from cancer, which is huge. Thank God, you know, I'm happy. Yeah, um, he's a talented they a really player. Good, they got a good running back in Damian Pierce, who was a really good rookie last year out of Florida. So, you know, they got a solid left tackle, one of the best in Laramie Tunsil. So, you know, we'll see what happens. That division is so weird because, like you said, you have two rookies, and then you have Tannehill and Lawrence. So we'll see what happens. It should be very interesting. But listen, NFL is right around the corner. It's really exciting to be back. Pretty excited, exciting to be talking about it. So look, yeah. my screen's blacking out. Every no, who knows? <laughs> I'm out. Ted's, I'm out, bro. Ted, I'm out. Ted's, I'm done. Ted's, Ted's dealing with the hotness. It's sweat. He's, sweat just, he's sweating. He's losing. Just hit the end button and say goodbye. <laughs> okay. You're right. You're right. We are. He's in the city. <laughs> Ted's going to lose. Are, we are brothers and we are idiots. and We, have a we are brothers. We are Italians. But guess what? Peace. I wish my hair wasn't like to grow like an Afro. Bro, let's go. You're wasting time. Even Jeff Hill said, I'm out, boys. Great show. Thanks, bot. Appreciate it, brother. But I need a haircut. Ted needs a haircut. We're losing our minds. Ladies and gentlemen, check us out. Keys of the City on all social media platforms. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.